All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're here live, stopping down for just a few minutes to speak with a very special person, very special guest this morning, Slaughterdale County Sheriff Rick Singleton. Sheriff, are we connected this morning? We are. All right, it's it's a great pleasure talking to you and, and, and reconnecting with you. I know we've been we, we've known each other on a, a, a little bit of a friend basis from from you working with the United Cerebral Palsy Telethon. You're doing that every year. You're making wonderful contributions, and I know you did something so special, even in honor of Nick, Sergeant Nick Reisner, the fallen sergeant. So I know that there's there's so much good in your heart. And I told you there was some news, and uh, today is actually would be Sergeant Nick Reisner's birthday today um so is there anything yeah, i wasn't aware of that yeah oh that is something i just found out a few minutes ago thanks to one of our listeners peggy who wanted me to bring it up in our our conversation too is there anything that you'd like to say to start off just on behalf of that well nick Riser was an outstanding man and an outstanding police officer and it was a great loss i know to the sheffield police department and to law enforcement in general uh, it's, it's very unfortunate that that happened uh, but obviously the family's still in our prayers his brother uh, actually worked for the sheriff's office for a while and uh you know just just good people yeah man well well we appreciate what, what you've said and what you've done on behalf of the family there's so much that that so many people should know about you and with what's going on now of course it's evident i mean we we, we could catch people up but most people already know about the uh the wanted suspects right now and and the fugitives that are on the run but your efficiency with this uh, you're well respected and, and you're trusted with the role you've got and this has broken boundaries to us where we're usually in a space where we're talking to artists but we've chosen to talk to you this morning and I know that you've, you know, beyond the conversations you've had, you've probably repeated yourself a thousand times with this story already, but grieving and hurting and something that's changed things forever at the detention center. Uh, what is some morality, I guess, you can bring to the situation that we should all know about from your heart? Well, it's just, you know, our Vicky's co-workers are just devastated. Uh, you know, it, this it's not the Vicky that they work with and that they do. And, uh, you know, we've had counselors come into the detention center to uh, meet with the employees that wanted to meet with them. And, uh, uh, you know, there's the, the unfortunate thing, just like law enforcement deputies out on the road, these corrections deputies, they have to come back into work every day. They had to continue working the day all this was happening. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it creates a very difficult situation for, for our other employees. I would imagine in, in, in anywhere that had something like this going on, everybody wants to know every bit of information. And you've mentioned hundreds of updates coming up every day. And we can only imagine, you know, the immediacy of this is, is supercharged. But what's good, I think, Sheriff, is, you know, from, from talking to everybody, our neighbors, our friends and neighbors, everybody across the Tennessee Valley that can hear us right now and that, that we've told that this is happening. The country, the, the, the United States is moved, I think, by the integrity of the justice system, you know, enough to where... To where we want to know where these people are. You know, the stories wouldn't be as important as they are if the you know the role of of Vicky White wasn't as important as it was, and of course Casey White being who who he is. Uh, do you expect things to be on on a fast track to success? Because you've mentioned it's not it's not if we catch them, it's it's when. Uh, absolutely, the sooner the better, and uh, you know, no one wants to know where they're at any more than we do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is obviously well planned out, and uh, being in corrections for 17 years, Vicki White had a knowledge of the system, and uh, she's, she's capitalized on that, and obviously to their advantage, and, um, you know, it's, it's been a real challenge. Uh, but we're working on it. We have several investigators. We have uh, U.S. Marshals from across the country following up on leads for us. 
so it is, in fact, a nationwide search, and uh, you know uh, we we're just waiting to get that right tip. And so I encourage people if they see uh, someone they think is is this couple, if they see a vehicle they think is this vehicle, please report it through nine one one to your local agency and and let them check it out. That's that's probably how we're going to end up catching them is through a tip like that. Yes, and, and today we're on a different forum. I mean, I, I when I called you, I. I was calling you the night of, uh, trying to get your voice in cars fast. You know, this is a whole different appeal coming directly to the Tennessee Valley in, in speakers rather than on screens. And anybody who may be out of touch with the extremity of this event, this is this is an overwhelming response from all directions. And I know uh, the, the the sheriff's office, as long as you've been at least on board there. I mean, how, how much how do you compare the response to this versus any any other manhunt or any other scenario you've seen like it? Well, this this is absolutely the the biggest manhunt I've personally been involved in in my career. My career spans fifty years. I started in September of nineteen seventy two as a reserve deputy with this the sheriff's office. Uh, spent thirty two years with the Florence Police Department. So it's uh, you know it's uh, overwhelming. Um, you know the the magnitude of, of what we're trying to do here. Um, and, you know, I, I mentioned before I ask you this, this last couple of questions, whether it be love or, or kidnapping, I feel like I'm I'm shocked that it's in our front yard. But I, I feel like I feel safe that the world understands how important this is. And an event like this is in, exemplified you know, because of the response that the walls are really closing in on them, you know, on the run. And and I believe this will lead to them being caught. Are you impressed with the fact that that uh, international networks are, are tapping into you and getting in touch with you? Well, absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I can tell you this without the media, and I really appreciate you giving us this opportunity to get this out on the radio. Um, and, uh, so the people on the road, because they're probably be the most likely people to possibly see this car. So, uh, we appreciate that opportunity to get it out through this me this media means. And, uh, all the media have just been extremely cooperative with us, trying to help us get the word out and help us try to locate Casey White. Well, Sheriff, uh, we appreciate you and, and everybody that's working hard from the Lauderdale County Detention Center, the, the departments all over, you know, the, the attorneys that are involved that are speaking up and those who, who have thought that the right thing to do is to say something. I want to just ask you two key questions here. If, if we were to be speaking by chance to Casey White and Vicki White right now, what is it that you want them to know? Uh, I want Vicki to know uh, she's been a 17-year veteran of corrections, and she's seen this scenario play out multiple times during her career, and she knows how it always ends. So the best thing for her to do is to turn herself in and let's, let's get Casey White back off the street. And to Casey White, you know, he he, he knows he's not going to get away. You know, we're going to uh, uh, eventually find him and locate him, and he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison if he doesn't get the death penalty. Uh, this has certainly not helped his case at all. So, you know, they need to they need to turn themselves in. Uh, that'd be the, the best end of this situation, because we will find them sooner or later. Well, thank you, Sheriff. And our, as far as our listeners go, what can you tell them to do if we have any hints whatsoever, anything that you want our listeners to know that are hearing this on the radio right now? Keep your eyes open for that vehicle, uh, for them. And if you see anything. Uh, don't hesitate to report it so it can be checked out. Uh, a lot of times people will see something and they'll dismiss it and say, well, that's, you know, that's not important. Well, it may be the one piece of the puzzle that we're missing. So, uh, by all means, if you see anything that you think might be related to this escape, uh, our spot, this vehicle or, or them, 
call 911, report it to the local law enforcement so they can follow up on it. Sheriff Rick Singleton, we thank you so much for joining us today and, and our best wishes to you and, and our continued prayers for your, your strong instincts, your quick thinking, because we know you're a good-hearted person. We've heard all good, and we want to continue to motivate you and, and to be behind you on this. And if, if we do see something, we're, we're absolutely going to speak up. Thank you so much, Hunter. We appreciate it. Thank you, Rick. And we'll, we'll be talking to you soon, Sheriff. You take care, and, and our best wishes to you and the entire department. Thank you. Thank, thank you.